Okay, I have been I have been richly entertained by uh, social media today. Here we are, June second, twenty twenty, and uh, this was supposed to be the Blackout Tuesday, where all of these people on social media have a black box and they uh, they abandon their social media for the day. Uh, they also don't go dancing. Yeah, that, that's one of the other things. You don't go to dancing and, and things like that. You don't do any of those kind of things, which I don't know how that is symbolic of understanding the plight of, uh, of uh, the black community. I, I don't get that personally, but, uh, and I'm sure that somewhere, you know, there's somebody that's saying, well, that's because he's white uh, and all of that kind of thing. But I, I have found it interesting. I have found it entertaining that uh, you've got all these people. And it, what's wild is that I want to thank you, actually, for going out there and doing this Blackout uh, Tuesday because it now makes it extremely easy to unfollow people. I just scroll down through my list, find the, the blank displays, and I just go, okay, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Because all of these people are sheep. And, uh, and, and what's wild is that these people are sheep that are claiming that they're not sheep, and they're telling you that you're sheep and that you need to do what they do. Um, and yet they're being sheep. So go figure. Go figure that one out, okay? Uh, so, so today, I've been, I know I've been busting people quite a bit for a lot of things with this, and, uh, and I said earlier, and I still hold to this, that I'm kind of challenging myself to see how low my followership can go. How, how much can I bring it down? I mean, it's uh, how many, uh, how many can I cull out of the herd? You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, that's, a, that's literally where I am. And, uh, and I have to admit, I, I use that phrase from, uh, from probably one of my, my, my diehard uh, prayer partners out there. And uh, you know who you are. Um, this is all where we are at this point. And I finally reached a breaking point. And my breaking point is, okay, I'm no longer giving into all of this, okay? I'm no longer going in and reposting all the familiar stuff and all those kind of things. Because to be quite honest, the only lives that matter are the eternal lives. And, uh, and everything else is just a part of the game that's being played internationally over the centuries uh, from this group to that group, from this empire to that empire, from, uh, from this dynasty to that dynasty, and blah, 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 okay? It's all manipulation, and all it is is just a different way of costuming the sheep. That's all it is, okay? It, it, you're still sheep. They're just painting you different colors, okay? And making you think that if you adopt this new color, uh, you know, you're in with it, and you, you're, you're, you've woken up, and, and, and it's all working, and, and, uh, and you'll ignore the fact that the world is still going on in the direction it's going in, that there is still going to be plight, that there's still going to be issues, and that they're still trying to purge you from existence. Okay, that's really what they're doing. What's wild is the same people that are telling you that your rights are being infringed are the same people that are throwing, uh, it's setting up brick containers in your streets, telling you kind of subconsciously, hey, use the bricks. Okay, go out there, do some damage. Okay, realizing that what that's going to do is it's going to get more of you killed. It's going to make your image that much worse. And it's going to rid them of some of the people they wanted to get rid of in the first place. The agenda is the same. It does not matter what it is. Okay. Now, for the last century, the thing has been, the movement has been that the black people are the repressed society. Okay. People forgetting generations and centuries prior to that, that at one point, 
the Jews were those, and then there are people going, oh, no, he's comparing us with the Jews. You know, I'm comparing everybody with everybody because, to be quite honest, Jack, every ethnic group on the planet throughout history has faced some form of imprisonment and mistreatment throughout history. Period. Okay? And I don't care what color I am in saying that. Get over it. Okay? You want to talk about a group that has been mistreated, that has been set on fire, that has been put into stadiums with lions so that they could be killed, that has been slaughtered throughout history. Let's talk to Christians. Oh, but we don't want to go there. Why? Christians, when I speak about Christians facing oppression, I'm not talking about color. None of that. The Christians that were being killed in the uh, gladiator form stadiums in history were white. You, you do know that, right? These were Middle Eastern, Greek possibly, definitely of an ethnicity that would have been considered today Middle Eastern at best. They weren't whites. They weren't what you look at as Europeans or as uh, uh, English. So get over it. Christianity has nothing to do with your color. Okay, one of the most spirited portions of Christianity has been the gospel church, which ironically, and I don't really understand, it's a term. Again, it's an adoption of a term. If, when you talk about the gospel church, in the 21st century, you're referring to predominantly black churches. Like they hold a corner to the gospel. Really? Because the last time I checked, you didn't go out and party Saturday night and then get up Sunday morning and go to church and have your gospel meeting and then go cuss out your neighbor that afternoon. Oh, am I stereotyping? Huh, interesting. Now see, there are going to be people that are going to unfollow me for that because they're going to go, he is being racist. No, I'm being antisocial. Okay? I am against the societies that have been created over the centuries. I'm against this idea that it's us versus them. That's what I'm against. And I'm really, truly disturbed by this thought that somehow in order to understand another culture's plight, you've got to kiss up to that culture. Really? I don't see anybody kissing up to the Christians. Why is that? I mean, seriously. I mean, and I'm not being sarcastic in any of this. What is it about the centuries and centuries of oppression that the Christians have faced? Okay? Yes, there has been slavery in the world, but all people groups have faced it. All people groups have faced it. Therefore, no one group can look at another group and go, yeah, but you don't understand. Okay, Like hell we can't understand. Of course we can. 
I have been in places where, because I'm a Christian, I am the outsider. I have been in inner city areas where the occultic presence is so strong, you can literally physically feel the evil around you. And I was not wanted there. And it wasn't because of the color of my skin. It was because of the blood that runs through my body, which comes from Jesus Christ. Guess what? There's not a single person on the planet that I can get reparation, repar whatever the heck it is, reparations from. You know why? Because that's stupid. Society does not owe anyone else currently living for events and abuses done in previous generations. Just doesn't happen. Jews today cannot ask for the Egyptians of today to somehow pay some kind of a price because their ancestors, pharaohs, put them in bondage for hundreds of years. How about the Babylonians? Don't even exist anymore. They captured just about everybody. Get over it. Move on. But this idea that we are supposed to somehow be afraid of telling the truth about anything out of fear that it's going to somehow offend someone needs to go away. We are beyond a date and age in history where our feelings need to matter. The rioting that you're seeing in the streets, I have news for you. It's only going to get worse. And I don't mean necessarily with those groups, but you're going to see less and less of your freedoms exist, and you're going to see the need to fight more and more. And you're going to be on one side or the other of issues throughout the rest of the world's history that you're going to have to fight a battle for or against. If you can't handle one person being inappropriately handled, how are you going to survive the end times? How are you going to make it? What are you going to do when all of your friends and neighbors around you are being killed because they are Christian? What are you going to do at that point? Are you going to renounce your faith or are you going to stand up for what you believe in? Oh, and by the way, what's going on right now is not standing up for somebody. Nobody's standing up for anybody when they're looting a store. That's not standing up for anything. The truth is, that is the system telling you, yeah, we want you to appear just like that because that's going to make people hate you even more. You don't get it. The people going in and committing these crimes and these businesses are ruining their own communities and they're setting the example that they claim they don't deserve to be had, that they're thugs. It doesn't bring back the memory and an appropriate memory of anybody or anything. It doesn't make anybody look up to you. It doesn't make your plight better. And the people that are orchestrating all of this know this. They're orchestrating you in this process. And if you're out there on social media, sitting from the comfort of your home, blocking out your, your screens, talking about how you're in unity, and that certain lives matter, 
or worse, you're offering up your money to get these people out of jail for things that they did they should not have done. People aren't being put in jail for peacefully protesting, for the most part. Now, I'm sure that there's probably places somewhere where somebody's done something inappropriate. I'm talking about the vast majority. They are not being put into jail because they're peacefully assembling. They're being put in jail because they're breaking through glass, going into stores and robbing places. Or they're throwing rocks at police officers or at each other. Or worse, they're pulling out guns and they're shooting people in the back of the head, which has happened just in the last 24 hours. Or they're attempting to burn down churches. That's why these people are being arrested. Because they're committing crimes. They're being anti-human. So if you're bailing out that, you're not fixing anything. You're not doing a good deed. And if you're a Christian in the middle of all this and you're taking that side, you're especially wrong. These people that are doing what they're doing are not facing persecution. Now, there's a difference. So you understand, there's a huge difference between people being mistreated, being looked down on, being prejudged and actual persecution. And I wish that more people were being taught that. Because we've got generations right there on the cusp of running this world that when their feelings get hurt, they feel persecuted. That's not persecution. Yeah, but they prejudge me. Yeah, guess what? You'll always have that. Everybody gets prejudged in some manner or not. Okay, because I have news for you. I can walk down the street too and people will prejudge me on all kinds of stipulations. They'll look at me and see me as white and say, he's got privilege. He doesn't have the problems that I have. Or they'll look at me and see me as being overweight and they'll go, he's lazy. He's undisciplined. Or again, he's privileged. Which is ironic to me because I see an awful lot of fat people who are on welfare. And they're much bigger than me. But because I'm white, I'm prejudged that I'm overweight because I'm privileged. They see the gray hair. The other man, you make estimations about that as well. They see me with someone else around me that doesn't have gray hair. They assume that I am much older than that individual. And they make preconceived notions about that as well. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Everybody faces prejudgments. And as an educator, <laughs> God, every, every year I start out with a new group of people that have to try and figure me out, and at least 75% of them don't like me when they first see me. They don't even know me yet, but they don't like me. Because we judge people with 
our eyesight rather than with our heart. That's not going to end. People aren't going to stop doing that. Get over it. And there are people on this planet that hate the color of their own skin for whatever reason. They hate it as whites. They feel guilty. They hate it because they're black, because they feel like that automatically labels them and it gives them disadvantages. They hate it because of whatever reason. I don't have answers for that other than to say that this goes back to the days of Adam and Eve. It goes back to Cain. It goes back to this idea that I've done something or I've presented myself in some way that has been displeasing and I'm going to be marked. And I'm going to face my days working and toiling because I've made mistakes. Well, society has done that. And as frustrating as it is, there's not a thing you can do about the fact that previous generations messed up. And so you're in the world that you're in today and people label you the way that they do because of what man before you has done. And again, that's not going to change. There's never been a time in our history where it's reversed. It's just there. And you know why it's there? This is what's wild. The real reason why it's actually there in our society today is because of sin. See, the root to everything that's going on right now, riots, politics, religion, everything, the root to all of this is sin. You're facing what you're facing today because of sin, either sin in your own life or sin in the lives of those around you. It has perverted your ability to live peacefully with each other. And it will always do that until Christ returns. There will be no peace on this earth until Christ returns. In fact, folks, if you haven't heard it before, it's going to get worse. Christ returns to a fallen world, not a happy one. He's coming to save the world and to bind up Satan. But until then, he has dominion. Satan is running this show. You're fighting a losing battle. But you're fighting each other convinced that the other guy's the reason why we can't get this solved. So we got to fix the other guy. No. It's going to continue to be like this until Christ returns. With one stipulation in there, what we're going to see is we're going to see somebody appear who is going to appear to, to bring peace to all of this. They're going to have all the answers. They're going to solve it. You've got all this conflict between religions? Fine, let's get rid of all the different religions and let's just focus in on one and live in harmony. Doesn't that sound like that would be easier? We'll just live in harmony. We'll just all worship the same way. And regardless of how you feel or I feel, it won't really matter because we're all serving the same God. And that's, that's all it needs to be. You can serve it any way you want to. 
You can worship your dog if you want to. You can worship your neighbor's feet if you want to. You can love on and care for and abuse or do whatever you want to do with anything on this planet, living or otherwise, regardless of their age, regardless of their consent, regardless of anything, and we're all still serving the same God. Isn't it great? And we're going to make it illegal for you to have a problem with it. You know, oh, and by the way, actually, the more perverse it is, the more we're going to tell you that it's the right thing to do. You be you, man. You be you. And you're going to feel like, well, it's all been solved because nobody gets on to anybody anymore because everybody's equally unhappy. Everybody's equally screwed. Ethically, morally, economically especially spiritually. And this one person's going to come in and they're going to say, we're going to solve all of this, we're going to fix all of this, and you're going to finally find peace. Nations are going to get along with each other. Everything's going to be great. Only the problem is, is that it's going to be a human being that says this, but they're going to think they're God. And Scripture already lets us know that the vast majority of you, about 99 out of every 100, are going to look at that individual, you're going to go, yeah, that's my man. He's got, he's got my back. He's going to save all this. And you're going to buy into it in huge bucketfuls. Until the true nature comes out and you realize that you've actually been enslaved and you just thought life was bad before. See, you just thought it was bad before. But now it really does suck. But it's too late at that point. It's too late at that point because you've already sold your soul. You've already taken his designation upon yourself. You've been branded as one of his, and it's too late for you to reverse that. And then the pain begins. The real pain. The real burdens. You will have seen a third of your loved ones die. You will have seen a third of the world collapse. You will see a third of even the very light around you disappear. The world itself will, for a lack of a better term, suck. And there will be no relief. And you think you got it bad now. But because it's so bad, you're going to want to give your heart and soul to whoever can tell you, I can take the pain away. So see, when people like me make comments about that, I'm not doing it to talk about politics. I'm not doing it to talk about something temporary. I'm talking about saving lives that matter. I'm talking eternity, not temporary. So you got your feelings hurt. So people have treated you wrong in the past. So people have prejudged you. Who cares? Do you know Christ? Do you know where you're going to go when all this is over? Do you know how you're going to avoid the worst part of all of this? Because if you're still sitting around freaking out about all this, you still don't get it. 
And if you call yourself a Christian and you don't get it, uh, I have news for you. You're the product of a 21st century church, not a Christian. You need to be a first century Christian. That's coming up in the longer videos. I'm working on those. But I'm not going to sit. I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm not going to sit and I'm not going to be your Mr. Calm sitting there and, and politely sitting behind a podium and, and talking to you, okay, let's open up our Bibles and let's go through this passage and, and God help you, let's see what we can do. I'm not going to be that. And I'm not making fun of those ministers that do that. I'm going to shoot right between the eyes and I'm going to tell you exactly the way that it is. Just like I've always done. But I am going to speak about God, and I am certainly going to speak about Christ, and I am certainly going to remind you of how flawed the life that you have led up until this point is. And I'm not going to paint a beautiful picture for you of what's lying ahead for all of us. I'm not going to shoot you up with a bunch of sunshine telling you that any day now everything's going to be reversed and everything's going to be great, because I'm not. I don't think it will be. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't think it will be. Now, I'm not being a pessimist. I've just, uh, I've read the end of this book. I know how this ends. I don't know when it ends, but I know how it ends. And there's nowhere in the history of any of this in here where there was this huge peaceful time. There's no point in here where there was a thousand year reign of Christ that has already occurred. And you're going to hear ministers say that. You're going to hear them say that we're already living in that time. Really? Really? You're going to try to tell people that are suffering around the planet today that this is what life is like with God in control? <laughs> you are evil if you're trying to pass that crap on to other people. This isn't a heaven on earth. There are ministers out there that are telling you that very thing. And they're looking at people like me and they're going, you're, you're a fool. You're misleading people. I'm misleading people? If the first thing you hear out of the mouth of a preacher, whether it's in a church or it's on a web page somewhere, if the first 10 minutes of what they preach to you is about how you can get the full version of it in their new series that they've put out for $69.99, Run. And if they're trying to tell you that you're already living in the end times, that Christ has already returned, this is it. It's as good as it gets, and you're going to live through the end of it. You're listening to a quack. You're listening to a false prophet. Now, at no point in anything that I present am I going to try to pretend in any way whatsoever that I'm some kind of a prophet, because I'm not. I'm not trying to predict anything. I'm just going with what the Scripture has said. I'm not going to declare dates. I'm not going to declare people. I'm not going to declare any of that. Because I don't know, and neither does any other human being on this planet. Just don't. You're not going to hear any of that from me because it's 
crap. And if you're hearing it from a pulpit somewhere, run. But now if, now if my format of going about things that does include politics as I talk about Christ, because guess what? It's all a part of the same thing, because Christ himself talked about it. Where do you think that the concept of given to Caesar, Caesar what is Caesar's came from? A Hallmark card? came from Christ. He had to deal with politics in that day and age. And that is why so many people misunderstood and thought he was going to be a Messiah of force. They didn't get it. That was just part one. Part one was trying to wake the world up. Part two is you didn't get the message, so I'm going to take care of it for you. I've had enough. Part two, he doesn't come in and offer you possible solutions and, and invite you in with church music and, and take an offering and all that kind of stuff. He comes in to destroy the enemy. To put the enemy in an abyss. Now the question is, are you going to be somebody who already knows him and is already prepared for him and whose heart is already given to him or are you going to be somebody tagging along into that abyss? Because you were stupid and you ignored what people have been trying to tell you your entire life. And you still thought there was an easier way out. Now again, if my style doesn't work for you, that's fine. There are other people who certainly approach this from a much more gentle direction than I do. But maybe I'm just maybe I'm just too old for it, or maybe I've spent too many years teaching. Or maybe I've just come to an understanding that your feelings about this don't matter. And neither do mine. Is this the way I want it to be? No. I would love to have a very peaceful world to live in. I would love to have a place where I could feel like my kids and my grandkids could all live securely and enjoy what God has given us. But guess what? We messed that up. We messed it up a long time ago. And just like in Noah's day, there is a time where it's like, okay, we got to end this. Because you people screw it up. You're so busy hating each other because you listen to the deceiver. That's Satan, folks. And <laughs> if you don't believe in Satan, God bless you because uh, you're a fool. Look around you. Can you honestly tell me there's no evil in the world? Can you honestly tell me that? Really? You think this is really just people making decisions? That it's all just choice? That it's not something deeper than that? Really? No. But here we are. It's going to get worse. It's going to get stronger. And you're going to need to understand first how we got there. And I don't mean in, you know, how we arrived here in the last couple of years. I'm talking about how we arrived at this over the, the period of centuries. How did we get to where we are right now? And that is what my part one is coming up. 
Oh, and by the way, my part one isn't available for $69.99 in a special set. It's free. Because I can't do anything with money in the hereafter. And neither can you. I'm just offering up to you an opportunity for you to learn where everything really began for all of this. Your origins of Judaism into Christianity into Catholicism and the Muslims thrown in there and the world religions that are in, engulfed in all this and how all those roads lead to Rome. An actual Romanizing of everything. And how scary all of that is and how you have been manipulated regardless of what your faith is, regardless of where you've put your faith in your life and the neighbors around you have put their faith in your life. It doesn't really matter what religion you're a part of and it really doesn't even matter if you're not a part of a religion at all because I have news for you. Atheism and agnosticism is still a religion. It's still a faith in something or a belief system. You've been wronged and you've been lied to regardless of what hat you've worn in your faith walk. Your belief system has been fed to you and it's all deception, even as a Christian. I believe in the Almighty God. What I don't believe in is the 21st century church or the 20th century or the 19th century and so on. First century was firsthand and knew what was going on and had Christ right there with him. I mean, Judaism, give me a break. Their formalized doctrine was created hundreds of years after the events took place and then it was put back together in a romantic sense. And when Christ appeared, they failed to even recognize him and yet they continued to do their thing continue to do sacrifices, continue to live in that, that lifestyle that had been replaced. The Old Testament was completely replaced with the appearance of Jesus Christ. The Jews missed it, and they still continue to worship and bellyache and complain about the world around them expecting an answer or foolishly believing that they're still the chosen people. They missed it. They messed it up but they still follow those old guidelines. They're still following a lie that there's a Messiah yet to come. They've been deceived. And Islam, I'm sorry, Islam is nothing more than a pathetic attempt to give an excuse for hating why they received the, the world they received. Woe is me, let's blame the Jews and the Christians. We didn't get our birthright. Get over it, man. But all of that will be covered in much better detail, but I can't guarantee it won't be covered in with less passion than what I'm giving you right now. That's all I have for now. There'll be a whole lot more. If you like what you hear, continue to follow. Pass it on to other people. If you don't like what you hear, leave your opinions to yourself and move on. Don't tell anybody about me. That's fine. It really doesn't change anything. But don't give up on what you hear from me before you ask yourself a very honest question. 
What do I really, really believe? And why do I believe that? And if I don't know what I believe, who's been lying to me all this time? Okay, for now.